0: Welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name is Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions are our own. So with that, let's get grimy! What you got for us this week? Uh, I have an animal that starts with the letter Q. Yay! That must have been hard. <laughs> I'm I do. So wanna, sorry. This is the seventeenth letter of the internet. I'm gonna Sick. go out and just say that it's my least favorite letter of the internet. I hated it. Ooh, was it hard to find something, or you? Just well, hate Q? there's well, there's like three animals to choose from, so mm. it wasn't like hard, but it was just like, man. <laughs> And I hate quail, and I don't like quail man, and I hate the show Doug, and I didn't want to talk about it, and I don't know why I brought it up, but I'm definitely not doing quail. (laughs) It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. (laughs) I hate everything, and I hate this letter. Um, But I did get, I asked, I literally tweeted, like, what fucking, what should I do? And then someone was like, you should do this. And then we got an email that was like, you should do this. So I did the one, both the people said the same animal, so I'm doing it. Um, But first... Fauna, how to think about who you are. Um, how mm-hmm. was your work week? Uh, work week was pretty
1: good. Um, it's pretty hot where I live and so a lot of our like keeper chats and feedings and stuff um, we are throwing out ice treats to all of the animals. Yes. In addition to like having their misters go in and like cool fun things to do. Um, however, like generally my aim is pretty good mm. uh, but this week I accidentally clocked one of our animals in the face with an ice cream oh! and I felt really bad because I essentially just like threw a rock at them. Right. Completely unintentionally. Uh, didn't look great on my part. I'm really sorry everyone. <laughs>
0: it's like getting pegged with like a dilly bar yeah. from Dairy Queen. <laughs> Seriously. Get cool, bitch. <laughs> Enjoy this ice Cloth. cream
1: treat! <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I felt pretty bad about it. Um, especially because there was a big crowd at that talk. And I was just like, "Oh, that wasn't. I didn't mean to do it. I'm not abusing them. I'm so sorry." <laughs> <This is laughs> he just, likes this, I swear. It's <laughs> really slippery. I know, right? He
0: asked me to. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, so like, not great, but mm. you know, it is what it is. What about you? How's your week?
0: Um, mine was okay. Uh, what what week was this? I I dog sit on the side. I think I mentioned that before, and people have heard random dogs in the background of my podcast. I mm-hmm. finally am done dog sitting. I did 23 days in a row. I am taking Ugh. like nine months off. I you love should. animals. That's so stressful. But here's what's up. I hate your dumb dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People have bad dogs and they poop and pee on stuff. Um, so I'm just glad to be home. On a side
1: note, hey everyone, thanks for blowing up poison dart frog. Oh. And on a
0: related <laughs> note to
1: that, Sorry for uploading a very short version of it.
0: <laughs> what a little teaser that was. I still, to this day, because I'm dumb, have no idea what I did wrong and how that happened. But I guess we fixed it.
1: <laughs> no, you're exactly right. It was just a little teaser trailer. Yeah, just a little taste. unintentionally put up.
0: A taste of that forbidden fruit.
1: Exactly. Just like those little, little guys. Um... But yeah, that episode kind of blew up in popularity. I'd like to think that it's because you all thought it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are amazing Mm -hmm. and we're amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And less due to the fact that like maybe you clicked on it and it timed out at four minutes and 40 seconds and you're like, wow. Um, So I think I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. I'm just going to think that y'all are frog freaks and you're like all about it. Who
0: doesn't love frogs? I don't know. Some loser. Kermit's a frog. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah you nailed that's it only frog that's the only frog i can think of now in this moment yeah when you're put on the spot man it becomes difficult that is crazy uh okay are you ready for the 17th letter of the internet
1: i am but before we get into it i <sighs> want to so kind of tease something happening at the end of the episode oh dope so just everyone listening stick around to the end and don't fast forward
0: because we'll know if you do
1: true i'm gonna kick your door in and throw stuff at you so don't do it don't you do it you're gonna miss it yeah let's get to it okay tell me about q
0: okay so for this there's like like i said there's three animals to choose from quail some other bird quetzal and then two animals from australia um (gasps) nice one is called the quoll okay And one is called the quokka. And I chose the quokka because two people told me to. So I didn't really choose it. I just followed orders from our listeners. Right, right, right. So the quokka is a mammal and it is in the infraclass marsupiala or marsupialia. I don't know. There's a lot of more eyes. It's a marsupial. That's the word. Um, I think it's our first one, huh? I think so, too. Uh, So marsupials are only found in Australasia and the Americas, And these are the animals that you know of that have pouches. So they have a pouch that they carry their young in, um, which does include the quoll, which is weird, um, that the cute animals are freaking marsupials, whatever. Mm -hmm. This also includes things um, like the Australian possum, the opossum, which is Mm. the American one, uh, wombats, Tasmanian devils, and koalas. um, Like, you know, kangaroos and shit. So stuff that's got stuff... Hanging out in its pouch. What else? Sugar gliders? Mm-hmm. They're a marsupial. Um, these guys are in the quokka. They are in the family Macropodidae. So they are what's called a macropod. So okay. you might have heard this word too. It literally means big foot. Macro. Big. Podidae. <laughs> cool. Pod. Foot. Big foot. And big these old are, foot. <laughs> these are those kangaroo homies, man. They got huge feet. Kangaroos. Wallabies. Tree kangaroos. Wallaroos. All of those roo things, and that includes the quokka and some other stuff. I don't know.
1: Hey, what's the difference between a wallaby, a wallaroo, and a kangaroo?
0: So here's the thing. This episode is about quokkas, and I'm going to tell you about them and nothing else, because I didn't look Mm. up any of that other stuff. (laughs) Maybe we can just, like, um, take a guess? Well, um, so it's actually... (laughs) It's actually by size. Everyone thinks a wallaroo is a kangaroo that bred with a wallaby, and it's not. They're sizes. So kangaroo is the biggest, wallaroo is the second, and wallaby is the smallest.
1: Look at that. You you did know.
0: I know. I just, believed
1: in – I believed in you.
0: I was just goofing. I knew. Although, someone's going to email me like, that's wrong! Because I don't really – I think that's what it is, but I didn't know. Mm. Um, but come back next – year when we get back to fucking k whenever that is <laughs> yeah maybe it'll be it
1: who the yeah. hell knows or I hey mean, we, we, have have
0: we have w we have w that's so true we might talk about another one of these bigfoots so yeah oh, Macropodidae, that... the true bigfoot
1: that's that's pretty cool it sounds like um it sounds like a documentary doesn't it the true bigfoot
0: yeah i, I would watch just, it god and it's just about quokkas and kangaroos <sighs> australia's what a bigfoot twist they out there. Wow. <laughs> they out there, they're stomping around. Uh, so the Kowaka Where do they live? Australia. Australia. Okay, cool. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So a couple of islands off of Western Australia, which is like the least developed Western Australia. And it is the only land mammal found on Rotnest Island. Excuse me? You heard you heard me right. <clears> hmm. <throat> okay. That's a place somebody named, and they left it that way. Uh, And they're also there's a small little area um, around Perth, where they live. But really, really small. The numbers have decreased. Their um, natural range has decreased from just, you know, the huge population, people, animals, eating them, all those things. Mm -hmm. So they were first discovered by a Dutch mariner. um, The first, like, written, at least. Obviously, there's natives, indigenous Australia. And they knew about them millions of years ago. But mm-hmm. the first written discovery that we have um, is in 1658, and he went to this island, and he said he found a wild cat. Um, so <laughs> what an idiot! That guy's stupid because they don't look like a cat at all. But then in and they got 16, big old fate. yeah, in 1696, another Dutch mariner—there's so many Dutch mariners—mistook um, them for rats. And mm. named the isle Rotnest which means rat nest. You guessed it. <laughs> wow. That's really um, cool. And that Dutch mariner is, like, on point because this thing looks like a rat. It does. Yeah, it does. It totally does. It does. So um, the name Kwaka is from the indigenous language uh, of the indigenous people. So they named it, and that's where we get Kwaka from. Um So the quokka, you probably have heard of it because it's called like the happiest mammal in the world.
1: There was Mm -hmm. a man
0: who went to Rottnest Island in like, I think it was 2002 and took a selfie with them. And then since then, everyone's like, it's the cutest thing. I love it. I want to take a selfie with it. Like da 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 da. I want one. Yes. So here's the thing. All of those pictures are pictures of its face. None of them show you like its whole body. It looks like a rat, y'all. You're craving this selfie with a big ol' rat. It has, like, the creepiest tail. So let me get into description. So it is the actual size of a domestic cat. Uh, they get anywhere from 5 to 11 pounds. Uh, -hmm. they're about 16 to 21 inches long. But then their tail is only 9 to 11 inches long. And it's really narrow, um... 11 inches, it might sound kind of big because, like, we don't have a tail at all. But mm-hmm. it's pretty short compared to all the other macropods. Like, when you think of a kangaroo, that's, like, a third of its body is its tail. Um, so the quokka has a pretty short tail as far as macropods go. So mm-hmm. if you just, like, take a look at it, like, chilling, it just looks like a rat's tail. It's really thin. And um, the quokka itself is, like, pretty hunched. It has that, nat- like, natural, like, hunch that Kangaroos and wallabies have where they're like little raptor hands are like curled up and then they're like back is all like Igor and then
1: Yeah. Fun fact that's
0: exactly how I look as well. It's (laughs) my natural state of being. Why do we always just like give out little hints about our true identities? We have to stop.
1: (laughs) We really do. It's getting it's getting serious.
0: At this point everyone's got to know. We're so famous how they couldn't. (laughs) Right. We're so famous and we're in the media all the time. All they have to do is connect all the dots.
1: Right, like, who's that hunchback T-Rex, like, in a never-ending eating contest of Slim Jims?
0: <laughs> right, like, who else well, no, could it me. be? No, it's me! Yeah, exactly. It's that rat crew. So,
1: yeah. It's uh, that
0: rat girl. Rottenest Island, uh, lives And they just, thing. like,
1: never thought to change it. They're just like, that's what well, I was kinda do?
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's pronounced Rottenest, because there's an E after, like, maybe it's Rottenest. Um... Hmm. But yeah. That sounds
1: worst, honestly.
0: Rottenest.
1: Sounds like the rottenest island of the world.
0: Oh, ones. it does. It does. Um, yeah, I don't know. Literally anything else. They could have been like, oh, actually, that's a macropod. Why don't we call it Bigfoot Island? God, can you imagine the travel? <gasps>
1: oh. I think it would have been um, neck and neck with like, the Loch Ness monster. <gasps> yes! Right? Like, most uh, mythical, cool
0: animal. Hunters. Yes. That's they the name need of the to show. <laughs> hire us to be their tourism department because they're doing a pretty terrible job right now. Just gonna say. Oh, Seriously? it doesn't even have an E. It's literally Rotten-Ass Island. Okay. Alright. Well, it's it's equally as bad. I yeah. don't think there's any improving that. No.
1: The bones are still there, those bad bones. <laughs> you gotta switch them out for better bones. It is like a
0: super dope island. But anyways, okay. Uh yeah, short tail little stocky motherfucker he's got little round ears he looks like a little mouse um he's got really short muzzle really short head um and unlike other macropods he can climb really small trees and bushes oh that's cool yeah he can climb a bush yeah just little things he can't go <laughs> like him. he can't go ham and like climb up like a big tree but mm-hmm. he can do little ones with his little hands and his little feet oh he's got big feet i I'm, but... I'm proud of him good yeah. for him yeah, he, he's doing He does it. all right. Uh, they're all the same color. They're like a grizzled brown. They don't really come in a variety of colors. And on average, their lifespan is about 10 years. Oh, okay. Uh, they are herbivores like all the other macropods. So they're eating mm-hmm. grasses, leaves, bark, stems. And mm-hmm. they have a really, really high water requirement, which is really bizarre because Western Australia is like not big on rain, Mm. (laughs) Um, but they get most of their water from leaves. And so they can dig their own little watering holes with their front hands too. And they'll kind of just do their best to find um, water. And um, on the mainland, so on Australia, around Perth, they do, they're like segregated to this really small, you know, small area that gets 600 millimeters of rain a year. So they are kind of selective and make sure that they can get that water um, but yeah, they get like really easily dehydrated if they don't get their oh, leaf fix.
1: Just, they're parched. I yeah. need some
0: leaves. And they they're do. So thirsty. They do chew cud. Um, so Ooh. they do swallow their food, throw it back up into their own mouths, chew it again, and then swallow it again. Right. So just think about that when you That's get your fun. face real close to their face for that selfie that you've been dying for. Right, um, right. They have mm-hmm. vomit breath pretty much all the time. Just years of regurge going on. Years. I don't know how their teeth haven't
1: rotted out of their face. I don't know. Maybe they're um, really, really good about dental hygiene. There's something going on, or maybe they just got really big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> big centifers got a lot to rot through.
0: <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. Uh, and they are nocturnal as well, so they usually hang Ooh. out um, at nighty night time. Night babies babies and yeah so the one of the weirdest parts about being a marsupial Mm
1: -hmm. is
0: giving birth
1: yeah let's talk about that because i um i think i was reading something the other day i'm not that well acquainted with marsupials and it said something about them like having the inability to grow a placenta or something like that is yeah that
0: yes so they're not okay. growing a placenta at all so there's nothing it's called something else it's like a placental something or other but it's not a true like placenta um okay. so they don't really have like this thing growing inside them their gestation is like 30 days and then they're like Whoa! whatever i've made i'm just gonna go ahead and poop that out <laughs> Because god, I'm that's like a uh, like
1: microwave it. versus oven cook time, isn't it?
0: God, it really is.
1: It is a little microwave.
0: Yeah. Okay, so it's called a Oh my god. Curio vitelline. <laughs> Cur- okay. chori cori, Corio vitelline placenta. Yay. Did you just
1: cast a spell on me
0: (laughs) i did you've now turned into a placenta oh dreams do come true so yeah this is a really it's basically a primitive type of placenta so like everybody else's placenta is like yay evolution darwin make me a baby and then all these marsupials are like you know the og is like the best one i'll just stick with (laughs) the first big dad big daddy darwin coming through for us (laughs) (laughs) like I, they're, like, hipster placentas. Oh,
1: love it. Actually, um,
0: um, did you even see the first one? Because it's the fucking best. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. So, this, like, <laughs> pseudo-placenta, is that's what's in their pouch? No. Okay. So, that's during embryonic development. That's happening in its vagina. Which, by the way... Uh, they have a bifurcated penis on the males, and the females have two vaginas. I can't even. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on. We're gonna tackle this one at a time. Okay,
0: are we back to the mullet of penises? Is this what, is this what we're discussing again? We're back, only this time, his fucking wife's got a mullet vagina. Two. God, that's a... They're a power couple! (laughs) Double the pleasure, double the fun. You went square dancing, and you were like, those two are made for each other. Damn. (laughs) Damn.
1: that's the true ad for double mint gum um I just feel like there's a lot of room for error maybe maybe if you double everything uh why is there a reason or Well, yes yeah. so just for the, fun
0: the bifurcated the penis has two ends because mm-hmm. the female has two vaginas and the female has two vaginas because the male has two penises. <laughs> so it's like a chicken egg situation uh, I think so
1: god only knows Did someone just hop on the scene one day and was like, I got two of everything. And everyone else is like, damn it. Now (sighs) we got to level up. Right? Like Sexy Gary over there has ruined it for all of us. God damn you, Sexy Gary. Ugh. Um, okay. So. Oh, uh,
0: there's also a third vagina. I'm sorry. I'm just now reading this. Right,
1: right. The median Mm
0: -hmm. vagina, which is used for birth, uh, is the third canal. So they just are calling everything a vagina, I think, at this point.
1: Do they know what a vagina is?
0: They might not. Okay. Um, Okay. The photo of the reproductive anatomy is, looks like a highway, like under construction. Like it is kind of whack.
1: Okay. So that will definitely be posted on our Instagram. Stay tuned for that. Um, So you have, okay, you have three potential ones. One is for birth, Mm -hmm. are the other two for conception or just cause? Um
0: just cuz. Okay, but they all lead to like a uh, uterus. I'm so confused. Can I just read you this sentence? I'd love that. Okay, it's actually two sentences. Uh the, no. Oh, and here's <laughs> okay, and here's where I just me- I didn't read this first sentence, and here's where everything goes out the window. Most male marsupials, except for macropods, <laughs> have a bifurcated penis.
1: Oh no, the misinformation! <laughs> Throw this
0: episode out the window. But let me read the second paragraph. The penis is only used during copulation and is separate from the urinary tract. Okay. So where's he pee from? It doesn't. <laughs> Wow! Wow! With all the
1: pee he's ever culminated. Wow! Maybe yeah, it just like oozes out of his pores. Wow! Man, I don't even know. Does anyone out there listening work with quackas? Can you enlighten us? Have you seen their vaginas? Have you seen how they pee? We have to know.
0: Good God! Okay, well Someone's I just talked know. about a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. I wondered why I didn't write that down, and now I remember because it has nothing to do with the animal that I'm talking about.
1: Okay, Um. really quick, though, I want to get back to how the pouch works. So I know that they, like, yes. give birth to this tiny little, like, squiggly worm, like, little yes. bean, and it sort of, like, wriggles its way into the pouch. Correct. Which seems, like, a really poor method of development, because, like, there's a lot of room for error there. Like, a gust of wind could, like, flick your little worm off into oblivion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or it's just, like, what if you're, like, oh, God, something's itching me, and you, like, flick it off yourself. I don't yeah. know.
0: There's a lot of... Issues that yeah. could have. So happen. The, the Joey, they're all called Joeys. Um, so, yeah, there's a one month, like 30 day gestation period. And then this actual jelly bean sized pink worm gets uh-huh. birthed. Um, okay. And then this Joey crawls up the mother into the pouch and attaches to a nipple. Okay. And the pouch. Uh, Ooh.
1: Sorry, I'm in the midst of a storm. This is adding to, like, the suspense of this. I know. <laughs> dun,
0: dun, dun. I wonder how it develops. Um, so a pouch is also referred to as a marsupium, which I didn't know. Oh, okay. Everyone just calls it a pouch. Uh, yeah. And so the then... nipple is in the pouch. Correct. Okay. So now he's protected in the pouch. Okay.
1: But he has to make the trek from the vagina to the pouch.
0: He does on his own. So even though they're just a tiny, dumb bean, their, like, front hands, like their little forearms and their face are really, like, developed first because they have to make this climb. That's so wild. Yeah. Um, And this is called alteritial. If I ever learned to speak properly, it would be the day. Um, and that means that they're incapable of moving around on their own after birth. So you can be, a uh, partricial, I think it is, um, where you're, like, hopping out, ready to go, ready to, like, take on the world, or altricial, where you're a worthless piece of being.
1: But the only thing you can do is, like, scoot.
0: Right? Yeah, you have, like, a. Uh... hold on, my computer's gonna die, like, always, cause... Why would I ever plug it in, like, at the beginning of this venture? God only knows. Okay. (laughs) Um. It just really adds suspense to the whole situation. (sighs) Can I get another thunderclap, please? (laughs) Seriously. Please! I don't even know if it started charging. Lord! Okay. Yes. Whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Good transition. Um, (laughs) So, okay, I just, I'm having a really hard time, like, understanding I guess the why of why marsupials would have that sort of like birth plan in place
0: um so let me fucking tell you okay great so even though obviously this is like a bigger environmental risk because there's this bean Mm -hmm. it reduces the chances that anything goes wrong with their pregnancy Sure, that makes sense. Like, if you get kicked in the gut or, like, you drink cyanide, like, six months in. Right. Or whatever. I don't know anything about birth.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think those are both hazards. I don't know how common they are, but they will definitely both do some damage.
0: Yeah. And then, um, if there's, like, a really, um, like, if there's, like, a drought or, oh, precocial. Did I say that right? No, I, I said Ultricial, and what did I say? I said Ultricial, and what did I say was my, what like, was the other one? Patricial. Patricial? Patricia. Kill Patricia. me. <laughs> it's precocial. I just
1: make up words <laughs> and facts. If your name is Patricia, you come out ready to roll.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. I'm delirious. My spare bedroom is very hot, and I'm hallucinating, I think. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Uh, but, yeah, if there's, like, a drought, you don't have to carry your baby to term
1: oh okay because it's just like
0: out already and you don't have to like worry about your body being pregnant because i am pretty sure everyone can kind of agree that like nursing a baby and being nine months pregnant are like two totally different draws on your body right like yeah having a fully formed other thing inside of you takes a lot more energy than just producing milk
1: Sure. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And, like, I guess if you're nursing, like, a bean that you may not even know that you gave birth to, like, that's kind of chill, as opposed to, like, a full-grown baby. It's interesting. Hmm. Interesting.
0: So, like, the other, I mean, the other pro, I guess, for just giving birth to a 30-day bean, um, yeah, is because you can make sure you're not carrying it when there's, like, a drought or when there's a thing, so... I think all marsupials have embryonic diapause. I'm just going to say it. Um, but basically they have delayed implantation. So they can decide when they want to be pregnant. Ooh, that's cool. So they can breed, but it doesn't immediately implant and like create the thing. <laughs> it just like sits dormant. Whoa, that's Until so they cool. They decide they want to have a baby. Okay. So she's basically saying, like, I think the next 30 days are going to go okay. Let me give birth now. That's pretty good. That's a reasonable goal. Like, I feel like that's better than, like, nine months from now. Right. Or, like, I have a cold, so, like, Uh let me just push it off for a little bit. Or, like, you know what? Like, the dad's being (laughs) kind of a dick, and I don't even know if I want his baby. So, like, I'm just going to wait
1: yeah or like i'm really excited about the new season of game of thrones coming up in a month so like let's get the baby out now
0: <laughs> right because i just don't even have to deal with that
1: <laughs> right right yeah. um okay so after it's born it yes. worms its way up to the pouch yes inside the pouch though is like a gooey little like slime sack right i don't think it's slimy is it not i thought it was just like this like gooey like flap oh. sort of thing where they like climb into Honestly, guys, I know nothing about marsupials.
0: I really don't think they're gooey. I think it's pretty dry in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. it's just like a dry little warm nest. Little pocket? Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, cool. Okay. And yeah, they just latch on and then they grow in there. Good thing about pouches is that they have the ability to expand. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. So basically, let's see about the quokka. They say in the pouch. Da, 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 da. six months. Whoa. Okay. So they're just hanging out and growing in the pouch. And then for six months and they might take trips in and out. That's not like a hundred percent of the time. Um, Mm -hmm. but then once the six months is up, they'll be outside almost all the time, but they're still going to be relying on mother's milk. Um, Mm -hmm. so basically a quokka can give birth, um, twice a year. Because, oh, wow. you know, they're in the pouch for six months. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Usually it's just one, and they can have, like, upwards of 17 in their entire life. Oh, my God. In their whole life. 17 kids.
1: Oh, I thought you meant in the pouch. Oh, <gasps> oh my, my God. God.
0: No. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Bad. They
1: need, like, 12 backpacks. They can Good have, grief.
0: like, one. They only have, like, one at a time.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: One bean at a time.
1: Ugh. Oh, seriously. Um, okay. That's cool.
0: Um, yeah, Quokka Pouch. So they're little and their babies are little and their pouch is little. And yeah, basically if you just see them, it just looks like they have like an alien chestburster coming out of like their groin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's just like a little head there like, what's up, I'm in here too. <laughs> hey y'all, but Hey, you y'all. me at first. <laughs> but it's kinda nice, it's like a built in, like one of those little baby, like, what are those called? Like where you like strap a baby to your body. Oh, yeah, like the little, like, harness thing. Yeah. hmm it's, it's just built like in. It's built in. It's,
1: imagine if you just, like, stretch your skin out and you're like, baby's part of me now. Yuck. Yeah, You wouldn't even have to buy one of those. Yuck. <laughs> just put a baby in your fupa. Oh, my God. <laughs> this flap's not doing anything else. Yuck. Yeah, it's not good. Um, do quokkas,
0: um are they predated on by anything? So they're actually the only native land mammal of this, like, rat island that they live on. Um, Mm -hmm. But they do get eaten by um, introduced predators such as the dingo and the red fox. Bummer. So one interesting technique that they have to get away from a predator, um, which I feel like I can sort of relate to, um, so they're just running and they're sprinting and there's a dingo chasing them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're carrying their baby in their pouch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're gonna die. They know they're gonna get eaten. So they mm-hmm. rip their baby out of their pouch, throw it right. on the ground. It starts screaming and they dart the other direction and the dingo eats their baby and they live another day. It's Smart. <laughs> smart as fuck. That's mm-hmm, really good. Because that baby is like screaming. And so, of course, the dingo's gonna be like, ding, 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 ding. Dinner bell. You're screaming, baby. Like your Taco Bell order is ready to go. Yeah. You don't have to chase it down. Here it is. Easy choice. Easy choice. That's some fast food right there. Hey. Hot. That bun (laughs) just came out of that oven.
1: It's so (gasps) tender.
0: It's a hot and ready pizza.
1: You know what? It is. (laughs) The $5 you spent in Animal Kingdom currency is just the time it took to chase the mom <laughs> <laughs> i spent five
0: dollars of energy bucks to get this pizza <laughs> to get this hot and ready pizza
1: oh it's not as good as like the one that you ordered <laughs> like custom made
0: right it, it'll, it'll do, do. It'll get
1: the job done
0: it'll do ya.
1: and it's right there and it's like ready to go yeah
0: <laughs> i love it so yeah, other than running, I mean, they do have some pretty good front claws, not anything great, but if you picture like a kangaroo, you know, they have those kind of like gnarly nails on their feet. They yeah. have some nice nails on their front and back, and then they have those crazy teeth that they're just regurging shit on all the time. Um, cool. So they do bite. So uh, I think they said like several times a year on Rat Island, they have to treat children for kawaka bites. So they yes, are no. not immune to getting annoyed at you. <laughs>
1: God, I feel like that's one of the the questions we get the most as keepers, especially if um you're talking to the public like at a keeper chat or you're like holding an animal for like a hands-on demo or something, they're like, "Do they bite?" Yeah. It's like, "Yeah, dumbass. Everything with yes. a mouth can bite. Yes, they Everything. can physically bite. Is that what you're asking?
0: <laughs> I could bite. Do you want me to bite you? You dumb stupid shit. <laughs> I'm going to bite you next. I'm going like, to bite you."
1: I get that they're just like I get that their question is like Will it bite me? Okay, right. then ask that. Don't just say it. Does it bite? Yes, of course it bites, idiot. Literally everything will bite. Everything, everything can and mouth, bite. Yes, and also like it should. If you're sitting there like poking it in the fucking
0: face or yes. whatever, so just like camera and farts face. at it. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna bite you. I would bite you. God. If you blew a fart at me, I would bite you. <laughs> <laughs> I would bite you from afar. <laughs> I'd bite you with my words. Um. So, what do you think the conservation situation of the kawaka is?
1: I'm gonna guess that because they're cute, and because people are terrible, that they're in like a vulnerable or like threatened situation.
0: So sick. Yeah, vulnerable for show.
1: Okay. Cool. So I mean,
0: mean, yeah, but you got it right. Ding ding ding. Um. Yeah. So their populations are super fragmented, an island species Mm. that always is whack. Um, And then just being on like the tiniest bit of Australia is not super helpful. Um, yeah. People visiting Rotness Island, getting in their face, feeding them processed foods, um, mm. creates illness and also leads to dehydration because when you're feeding them, like, fucking Doritos, it, like, sucks all the moisture out of their tiny brains and you just are killing them. <laughs> God, um, seriously, that cotton mouth is for real. <laughs> so real. And then humans are actually helping spread disease by visiting the island. Yeah, um, no doubt. So there's some issues with that. So it is actually illegal To touch or feed a kawaka on the island, um, there is a $300 fine, as well as, like, they can charge you with animal cruelty, which is, like, 25 years in prison and a (gasps) $5,000 fine. Um, That's amazing. So maybe just don't. Uh, they also suggest, if you have to have a selfie, because they can't stop you, uh, that you use a stick, selfie stick, so that you are not getting very close to the kawaka and, like, leading to a situation where you're gonna get bit. Mm -hmm. Um... People also visiting the island have contributed to the Kawaka changing from di, or from Nocturnal to Diurnal, which is kind of messing with its um, habits and kind of literally changing a species, which is kind of mm. whack. Um, and so I don't really know what the negative, there wasn't like exactly negative effects, but just that's the like implication and like the changes that were causing a species, which is kind of crazy. Um, mm. And so, yeah, they're not pets. Nope. Uh, they're nocturnal, they can't be potty trained They vomit in their own mouths Bite the shit out of you They bite the shit out of you
1: Yeah, I think there's like a common misconception And I think we've talked about it before That like a cute animal is a, just suddenly ours to exploit Like
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: ours to own, it's ours to touch It's ours to feed, it's ours to take pictures with Just because we deem it cute and I think that's a really messed up way to look at things because I think it, like, first off, you're not exhibiting any respect for animals and their habitats and their, like, well-being. And also, you're just being extremely selfish. Like, it's, it's a very, like, selfish, narcissistic view that you think that this animal exists purely for the sole purpose of you getting to interact with it. Yeah. And I think that's really, really harmful. And I think this is another situation where, like, with Dolores, you know, doing selfies and stuff, Um, only serves to perpetuate the idea that these animals are, like, cute and cuddly and, like, totally cool with it. And unfortunately, too, it's, like, another mistaken anthropomorphization of an animal,
0: which sucks. (laughs) Yeah. And they are, you know, people call them the happiest animal on Earth because they don't really mind humans and they kind of have this little derpy smile, but... The reason they don't mind humans is because we weren't there fucking with them and killing them. But now that we're all taking pictures of them, guess what? They're gonna start to mind people, and it's not gonna be cute anymore. <laughs> but you literally are literally are describing the happiest animal on earth because of its we hadn't messed with it yet. You know, like, yeah, it's like it's ignorance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was happy until we arrived. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which and I think sucks. like,
1: and I think that's another situation again, like. Just in case anyone – I know we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but just in case anyone hasn't heard of the word anthropomorphize, it's one that we use a lot, especially in the zoo field, because it essentially means like – it's like personification, like you're assigning human traits and qualities to a non-human individual, and a lot of times we hear that with animals, especially when people come through the zoo and they see an animal and they're like, that animal looks sad, that animal looks bored, you know, like the koala, for instance, that looks happy, so we deem it a happy animal, like we deem that it's happy in these situations, or like the loris, for instance, a slow loris, like, They may, quote unquote, look really cute and like really sweet, but in actuality, like they're stressed and terrified. So I think it's a really harmful thing as well. And I think it's one thing that we run into a lot because people come into the zoo with these ideas and a lot of times when they're corrected, they get very, very defensive. Mm -hmm. And so you get people like lashing out and then that's where you get like misinterpretations and misunderstandings. And that's where like people vilify zoos because they think that they know best for the animals at those facilities but in fact they don't know anything about their species behavior and they don't know anything about like interpreting what their behavior and what their facial expressions look like like i remember i worked with a male orangutan several years ago who just had like a derpy face like his face the way that it was constructed <laughs> was just like he had a big old pout in his face all the time and that's just how his face looked like literally 24 7 and he could like you know he went through ranges of emotions on a day-to-day basis just like any other species and you know whatever but like at any given point throughout the day he never quote-unquote looked happy according to what humans might think of as a happy expression he never did but that didn't mean that he wasn't happy
0: yeah. <laughs> it just meant that his face was really derpy well it even happens with humans i mean the resting bitch face that's exactly what it is everyone's like yep. oh she looks so pissed off she looks so pissed off it's just her fucking face man
1: yeah that's just how her bones are arranged <laughs> give her a damn break
0: give her God. a break now she's resting bitch face because you told her she's resting bitch face yeah but i think like this relates
1: to the quaka because again People see this animal that its teeth are sticking out. And they're like, oh, it's smiling. Like, it's so cute. They must love this. And it's like, no, 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 dude. Like, how about you actually spend the time, if you're that interested in, like, being involved in their lives, like, spend the time learning about them. Spend the time Mm -hmm. learning how to, like, properly interpret it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I get really frustrated about, and I know you do as well, is when people come in and try to tell us what our animals are feeling, um, when it's like, you don't know that. Like, you don't know that you don't have the training and expertise that we do because newsflash, everyone, we go through a lot of training and a lot of education to be able to correctly interpret what our animals are experiencing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it comes down to context. It doesn't always come down to like human behavior principles. And it's so frustrating. I've never written down
0: like in my day-to-day like records, like, oh, Jimmy seemed sad. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, he didn't. He's maybe he's <laughs> sick, or he's lethargic, or he had no appetite, or mm-hmm. he like separated himself from the group. But that's not a way to track an animal's like well-being at all.
1: Yeah, it's an assumption. Yeah, and it's so frustrating when people come in because we hear this from from like anti-captivity people all the time who talk about like oh that animal is so sad and you know it just it's like longing for the wild quote unquote like i hear that all the time it's like that's not it at all what are you even talking like you're so unqualified to even have this conversation like yeah if you're really interested in having this conversation seek out proper knowledge because again newsflash all of us are trained to do this like i would never walk into i don't know freaking NASA and just be like, I know more about stars than you do. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you how to run things. Like I would never do that because it's so out of my, like, that's so out of my depth. I just, it's so out of my like range of knowledge and education and experiences. So like, why would you turn around and go to a completely, um, distinct, uh, and separate scientific community? And just be like, no, I know better than you do, because yeah. that's what I think, and I'm just going to, like, fight to the death for it. It's like, it's
0: like, so no. Well, and it's so rampant right now, especially with, like, vaccinations and just all this shit, where people just act like they know better because they just think they, they do. I don't know. Yeah, cause like
1: they feel that way, and there's, like, there's a sort of, like, prejudiced kind of bias to it, and it's like, well, I thought that once, and so it's right forever. And it's I think people think that a lot of these things are down to opinion, so they're like, well, I'm entitled to my opinion. And I was like, yes, you're entitled to your opinion, but this isn't an opinion. I'm telling you for a fact, and there's empirical scientific data to back up this, that you are wrong. (laughs) Like, there comes a point where, like, you have to, you have to choose if you want to, like, be a person that subscribes to facts or if you want to just like fly by the seat of your pants on a motion. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: there's literally people who think the world is flat.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's so it's like, true. how do we ever win?
1: Um, but it's, I think it just lends to a culture. There's like tiger selfies, which are such a huge issue. There's like the Laura situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, quokkas are a big part of it. And it comes down to, again, a lot of the struggles that we face with animal rights people that unfortunately just don't fully understand what they're fighting for and mm-hmm. so they kind of just blindly lash out and it's it's really hard because the people that work at these like well-established strong zoological communities are coming from a place of science and they're coming from a place of like wanting to proliferate like the environment and like have the species on it be stable and like everyone coexist in a sustainable way and then other people are like well that kangaroo looks sad or it looks bored and i think it you know you should release it into the wild it's like no what are you doing what is wrong with you i don't know i just don't understand <laughs> i got fired up there man you got fucking <laughs> fired up um I will
0: say that like quokkas are in uh zoos in Australia Perth Zoo Sydney Swaronga Zoo Wildlife Sydney and Adelaide Zoo not so much in the US um, and I just want to kind of wrap it up just a little bit before we talk about our super secret fun thing. Um, yeah. one thing that I thought was really cool and really amazing is obviously the kawaka because that guy posted that selfie a bajillion years ago, 2012 or whatever, whatever I said. Um, and it blew up, right? People are literally going just so they can get a picture of this animal. So if you Google the hashtag kawaka selfie on Instagram, um, a notification comes up that says protect wildlife on Instagram. Animal abuse and the sale of endangered animals or their parts is not allowed on Instagram. You are searching Yay! for a hashtag that may be associated with posts that encourage harmful behavior to animals or the environment. And then when you click learn That's more, so it like cool. takes you to a page um, that talks about wildlife exploitation, um, interactions with wild animals, and then they, uh, can li- they'll link you to the World Wildlife Fund um, traffic, which is about endangered animal trafficking, and then, uh, world animal protection. So that's pretty fucking cool. Um, people were pretty pissed off, but it's, I mean, it's true. Like you're just fucking with an animal getting its face. It's a wild animal. Um, uh, Uh, I just lost her. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Um, so I'm still recording. The Skype call has just been dropped. Uh, because Fauna literally just lost power to her house. Um, you guys probably heard some thundering in the background. Uh, and now it's just me. Um, just talking into the void. I don't even know what to talk about. I don't have anything to say. That was, like, all the stuff I had to say. We were just gonna do a pretty cool giveaway contest secret thing. Um... But that's all I had to say about Kwaka. So I guess I can just end my rambling. And then the next time you hear from us in the next like seven seconds, because I'll just cut this and edit it on, we'll just be chatting about our um, giveaway that we're going to do. So sit tight.
1: So why don't we talk to everyone about our
0: super secret cool news? Okay. So this has been a we're in the works for a whizzile. I tweeted about it the other day. Um, but basically, we have purchased some professionally created graphic art for a podcast. Um, yeah. So we chose an artist who we enjoyed his. Um, what's the word? Like, uh, what is the word? Style. Like style. His. <laughs> what is it? Like oh, his portfolio. <laughs> That's the word there I wanted. There you go. Um, so he has an Instagram if you guys want to check it out. When this episode drops, we're dropping it with the podcast art. So you're going to see it, like, when you load up this podcast, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, what? Um, so our mm-hmm. designer is Mitch Torbert, M-I-T-C-H-T-O-R-B-E-R-T. You can see him on Instagram. He is probably going to post about the logo that he made for us, too, tomorrow. Um, but you guys should check him out. He's got a fucking Zubru like, beer Design and it's beautiful. It looks like the tastiest beer.
1: He's really talented. A lot of his stuff is super cool. He designs all of it himself, and he's involved in a lot of really cool projects. So, and he's a really nice guy. So, go send him some love. He's awesome. Um, is we awesome. were really excited to be able to work with him and. Um, and we didn't he, we like
0: we we literally said like four things and he was like oh you mean like this Da-da-da-da-da. and it was like the beautiful magnificent yes, most gorgeous thing i've ever seen in my whole life
1: yes yes we love him he's amazing um we like
0: read our minds and then we died yeah this is hell we're in hell now <laughs>
1: i can't feel like now. it <laughs> so true um Yeah, so like Flora said, we will, when we drop this episode, we will also be premiering that art, and we will also be linking information to his Instagram. So check him out. He's a really cool guy. And to add on to that, Flora, do you want to tell them the other cool thing we're doing?
0: Yes. So I'm just so fucking pumped about this podcast art. We're barely going to
1: get through this without,
0: like, dropping our electricity and internet again. So, like... God. (laughs) I think a cannonball is going to shoot through my fucking window and just like smash into my computer or something. I think a meteor is going to crush me. (laughs) My cat's going to come over and just gnaw through my microphone cord and just like break everything. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and tell them the cool thing. Okay. So we're so jazzed about the podcast art and we're jazzed about you guys. And, Mm um, we're just jazzed about a lot of stuff. So, we're going to release the podcast art. It's going to be on your app, but we're also going to make a Facebook post mm-hmm. and a Twitter, now that I use Twitter, a Twitter post. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have our picture of our new podcast art. Here's where you come in. You're going to, on Facebook, like and com- like and share the post, mm-hmm. and then you're going to comment your favorite Keeper Chat quote, because we've said some dumb things, and like I just... I know you have a favorite, so yeah. um, we want you to comment one of the quotes, and that is your entry. If you're on Twitter, like the tweet and retweet the tweet with a comment, which would be your favorite quote. Mm-hmm. And hey, on Instagram, you just gotta go to Twitter or Facebook. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. We will <laughs> be posting the rules there, though, so you can look that's it the up. way the cookie crumbles. And then we will select a random winner. Mm-hmm. Maybe more than one. I don't know. Sometimes I go crazy. And you they're do. gonna win a keeper chat prize pack and it's a fucking secret, but it's dope. It is really dope. It's dope as
1: hell. I'm super excited about it. So it's better
0: than anything we've ever given away. We've only ever done yeah. one giveaway, I think, but it's better than that. And it's several things. It's a prize pack. It's a party pack. It really it's a is. Party prize pack. Yeah. We're um, really
1: excited about it and we're really excited to like share this art with you and you guys have been amazing and we're just like pumped to get you
0: involved. Pump, 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 pump mm-hmm. it up. Um, so just so you know, this you're listening to this Tuesday, hopefully the twenty sixth. You guys will have until Monday, two oh nine Eastern Standard Time to enter the giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, after that point it is cut off forever and you can never enter ever again.
1: Yeah, and we should mention that's Monday uh July second. July
0: yes 209 not a moment afterwards or i will come to your home and make you eat a poison dart frog (laughs) come to your home and scream in your face (laughs) and disqualify you from entry (laughs) regurge
1: in your mouth like a fucking kuwaka. i will come to your house and recite my favorite monster high characters is that what you want (laughs)
0: Because it's will... what you're going to get. Break your Wi-Fi, because my Wi-Fi is also broken. I will
1: throw ice shards at your face, like I do with all my animals. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I yes, will so... buy your
0: name and rename you a name of my choosing.
1: <laughs> oh! I will buy your name and throw it away. You'll be nameless. <laughs> um, yes, so to reiterate, uh, you can enter two different ways, uh, either at Facebook or on Twitter, So if you're entering on Twitter, our handle is Keeper underscore chat. Is that right, Flora? (laughs) I
0: think so. I was quiet because I don't know. Um, Let me just – yeah,
1: it's Keeper underscore chat on Twitter. Um, And then on Facebook, it's going to be – if you just search for Keeper Chat, it's the page that pops up. Um, But what you're going to do is like the post of our new logo – You're going to share it, and then you're going to comment with your favorite quote from one of our previous episodes. Because you know we've said some wild things, and you know it's been a wild ride, and you know that you have a favorite. Yes. (laughs) And, yeah, you will automatically be entered. And then, like Flora said, you have until Monday, July 2nd at 2.09 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to enter.
0: And then we'll be And then we will... Announce them Tuesday during the podcast and mm-hmm. emailing the winner or Facebook messaging or Twitter DMing, whatever.
1: Yeah. And you'll know if you won, okay? You're gonna win that prize pack and it's really, really cool. We're really and excited it's about it. Sick as fuck. It's really cool. Um, okay. And let's see. Uh I guess oh, and then um yes, this is taking place purely on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook, just to reiterate um but we will be posting rules on instagram if you forget yes yet.
0: yes uh-huh. so thanks everybody for joining us this week
1: mm-hmm. and
0: the cursed episode of the kuaka we hope sure that you was. learned cool stuff and had a good time chilling with us and bearing with us. I'm going to edit out, hopefully, some of that. God. There's um, a lot you, of dead air. <laughs> if I've you enjoyed this episode, out. feel free to check out our Instagram and our Facebook and our Twitter. Um, we're on iTunes. We got an email. We're on Spotify. And then we checked and we're not. So maybe when this drops, we'll be on Spotify. I would lose my <laughs> fucking mind if that finally happened after like three Whoa. fucking months. It's been a while. Um, so tell your friends, tell your neighbors, get ready for tomorrow or today. you're listening to this. Get ready. You're already get ready. It's ready happening for tomorrow, today and yesterday. It's already <laughs> happening. Oh my God, Any possibility. <laughs> uh, that's the end of this episode next week. Baana will have R mm-hmm. and um she will present her animal and maybe she'll have more choices. I don't know, maybe. Uh, feel free to email us stuff we just got an email this week with some really awesome feedback and advice um also some really great would you rathers that we will be talking about in our next Q D. um sit tight do right stay filthy bye keep it tight
1: <laughs>
0: smell you later folks
1: bye